All right, hello everyone to Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. This is our first official episode and we are gonna have influencers on every week packed with tips across every platform. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Quora, YouTube, and how to grow in your audience and get more followers on all of these platforms. Today I have with me my good friend, Christopher Ray Coleman. He is the founder of the Health is Wealth Nation and also the author of The 180 Effect. So Chris and I have been friends for a very long time, and I'm excited to have you on, Chris. Man, I'm so excited to be here. So grateful that you have me as your, as your first guest. I'm excited. And we're going to be actually meeting in real life pretty soon, too, for the first time <laughs> right. at the BizCon. So I'm very excited for that, too. It's a, something we talked about two, three years ago that, hey, we're going to be speaking and writing and sharing our books together and what do you know? It's actually happening. It's, it's real life now. It's reality. And that is amazing. So, Chris, there are a lot of people in the health and fitness niche. Okay. Mm -hmm. A ton of people. How do you stand out in this market? Well, I mean, you just nailed it on the head. It's a, it's such a saturated market. I mean, like as soon as someone, like like somebody can go on a diet in two weeks and, and be malnutrition and, and get six packs. And, and now all of a sudden they're a health coach. Now, now all of a sudden they want to run a business. So, so, so it's extremely, um, you know, saturated. So, uh, I, I just, I do my best standing out, uh, just really relating, relating to people, not keeping things. So, so polished, you know, um, you know, pulling back the curtains, if you will, um, showing people up under the hood, you know, um, even though, um, I'm seen as a authority and a, and a leader in the space and, you know, branded as the health is wealth guy. Also showing them like, look, I started exactly where you are, but it took me some time to get here. So, so being relatable with them as well. Also showing them like, look, I've put in the work. I've, I've studied the, studied the information. I've, you know, gone through the time to get to where I am now. So it's kind of that dichotomy of I'm just like you, but also you should, you should follow me and listen to me because um, like I'm, I'm the, I'm the best person, you know, in this space, uh, where you are, uh, to learn from. So, um, so, so it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pull and tug and, um, uh, it's, it's like finding your harmony in it. So, uh, that's, that's, that's basically what I do. So I think you really, um, one thing that you said that really stuck out with me is just really the authenticity. Mm -hmm. I think people can figure out very, very quickly uh, when someone is real and when someone is just completely fake. Yep. Um, and in the beginning, it may be a little harder for people to discern that between that quality. But I think with time, it becomes very, very apparent. And so this is not just in the health and fitness niche. This is like pretty much in any niche, I would say this applies. So um, yep. have you ever had to deal with like, followers telling you that they uh, worked with a different coach or a different person and, um, you know, they, it didn't work out. They never saw results. It was all lies. It was all a scam. Have you heard that? Oh yeah. Like as, as, as many times as I can count, like I, I've lost count. Like it's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny that you say that because a lot of times people come to me um, because just like you said, I'm authentic, you know, that I don't, I don't beat around the bush and you know, I don't, 
I'm I'm definitely not polished, even though I'm professional. Like it's a difference between being, you know, sloppy and and uh, unprofessional. So I'm professional, but at the same point, um, I'm just me. You know, so a lot of times people come to me like, "Look, Chris, you know, this person, you know, sold me a bag of goods. You know, told me this, and look, I I know you're gonna give it to me straight. I know I know you don't work with everybody. That's one thing. Like I'm now getting to the point where I I'm not hurting in cattle. You know, I don't I don't want to work with everybody. I want I want I want to work with people that's serious. So a lot of times people come to me like, look, I know, I know you don't take on everybody. So you're going to, you're going to pay attention to me. You're going to coach me. Right. So, um, I mean, I hear it a lot and, and, and it's in a, in a lot of ways it's sad, but also it's, it's just the name of the game, you know, whether it's, you know, it's health and fitness or whether it's social media or whether it's fashion, you know, you get those people that, you know, want to, want to, want to scam, want to, you know, get over people because it's, it's it's like easy. You know, you can get somebody to pay, you know, in a second with Cash App or, or PayPal. So so you get those people. But, you know, it actually feels good that people come to me and say, look, Chris, I, this person just wasted my time. You know, they, they, they didn't they didn't set me up for success. But but look, I know you will. So so what I got to do. So so uh, so so it works out that way that I can actually set somebody up for success. So when people reach out to you, um, are you getting a lot of these requests via um, social media? Uh, when people reach out to me, yes, um, it's it's usually uh, any anything inbound I get is is definitely from social media. So uh, LinkedIn mainly. Uh, that's that's kind of where I, I kind of uh, made my my ground my ground root or kind of like my my ground base. Uh, LinkedIn, of course, Instagram, even Facebook. You know, I'm here in the South in Mobile, Alabama, so Facebook is real. Um, you know, that's like the primary um, platform here uh, where I am, you know, Facebook. So so anything inbound is uh, definitely, um, you know, social media. And then outbound, what works for me is a lot of, you know, email and uh, and kind of old-fashioned, you know, getting their, you know, uh, you know, contact information and hitting them up. So. So I think the networking key is com- the most important aspect of social media. People often forget the social part, which is so funny to me. They just want to <laughs> post content and they just expect likes to pour in. Right. I spend just as much time networking with people on social media as I do posting content, if not more time networking with people. So that is a huge part of my day-to-day. And mm-hmm. I'm going to... Dive in a little bit deeper because you said that LinkedIn is kind of your home. So mm-hmm. tell me, what has worked for you on LinkedIn to attract clients, to attract, um, you know, business? What is it that you have done that has really worked for you? Well, the main thing I've done is uh, post uh, articles. So that's really worked for me. Like right now, I have over 50 articles on um, LinkedIn. And, that, and as I say that, I'm thinking in my mind, like... <laughs> Like I should really have ten times as as many articles on there. So um, but so that's the main thing, and and also uh just engaging, you know uh engagement uh it, it works on all platforms for sure. But um on LinkedIn since it's more for professional uh, platform, you know people people are like hungry for for knowledge, you know. So like like it's a professional um. You know, platform. So you have people that that have that have established themselves as professionals, but people that are getting on the platform uh, that are new. So it's like they're like they're a college student or they're a high school student. And they really want to learn. So so you find those those people and engage with them, and, and they and they truly appreciate that. So 
Uh, so, 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 and also knowing that, okay, this is LinkedIn. So it's different from Facebook. It's different from Instagram. So that's another thing, really knowing what platform you're on and, um, and, and, and taking advantage of that, uh, culture and that, uh, that, that, that basically that it's almost like a vein, like a, like a blood bloodline, uh, to that platform, like just figuring out what works there. So, so that's really work having those articles, you know, just just giving that free content to people so they can read it, and then of course you know engaging, not not spamming people, but just engaging like, hey, love your profile. Hey, I noticed notice you don't have a resume, or hey, I noticed your resume is like three pages, so may want to change that. Like just 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 helping people out. You know, that's what I mean. We're all human beings. Like we we want we want to feel belong. We wanna we want to feel helped. So, so that's the main thing. And then people just reciprocate that with <laughs> with business and or referrals. Well, that is very different from how most people approach LinkedIn. They are on a spam fest of just sending out connection requests. And the first message is, hey, do you Mm -hmm. want to set up a sales call? Mm -hmm. And that is the most turn off thing to me ever. In fact, that's one of the main reasons I would say that LinkedIn just never got a huge place in my heart. Like I use it. I see the value in it. But it's, it's not been my favorite, I would say, primarily because that's a lot of what I get is just people messaging me, hey, let's jump on a sales call, let's jump on a sales call. And I'm all about relationship first, and mm-hmm. then let's do business. So how do you handle that? Well, I, I have a huge um, mindset, and, and I'm real big with emotional intelligence. So as soon, as soon as I see something like that, like I just ignore it. Sometimes I, I decline them. Sometimes I just, you know, delete the message. Like it's, it's kind of one of those things where it just it, it comes with the territory. Um, but it also it also makes me appreciate like the real relationships uh, that I form. Like you know, people on LinkedIn or just like with Instagram. Like like with me and you. Like we talked for like like a year before you know we did any kind of business together or, or made any referrals. Like we just like we just appreciated each other because we had the same like mindset and. And just the same passion for helping people on um, while building a business. So, um, so, so, so that's one of the things. You know, uh, it's 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 one of the things. Uh, business people don't really talk about like the bad or quote unquote negative parts of it. Like, like just some things that just come to territory, and and your ability to be able to handle it uh, will dictate your amount of success. So, so things like getting spam. Like it, it, like it's gonna be a level of a business where you, you're not getting spammed, you're getting sued. Like you know, but but that's a part of business, and you know, in this entrepreneurial um, you know stage of life, like people just don't talk about that part of it. So so just one of those things. Like if you know, you either gonna you know take it well or or just don't do business. So so um so so yeah, I just I just ignore it and just focus on what I can control and focus on the positivity and all the good things coming from the platform. That's awesome. And you know what? You really hinted on how we talked for a while before we did any business together. And I think sometimes people are very, let me say the right word, how to phrase this. They're very just looking for their end goal. So they meet someone, they're like, okay, are they going to buy? They're not going to buy. And they just kind of move on. Well, we seem quite different. I'm in the social media coaching space. You're in the health and fitness space. But when we when we started talking, it was just we became friends first. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I needed some supplements. I got them from you. And then you, I think, 
read one of my books. Mm -hmm. And then what we also did is um, you became part of my mastermind group. We support all of each other's social media content. You have referred me to some of my biggest speaking gigs as well, too. So an unexpected friendship not really with business in the back of mind. And it just turned into something where both of us have, I think, really, really benefited. I think there's a lot of value just in that story for people and how they should um, go about meeting others on social media. All right. Absolutely. I mean, I, I could I could talk for hours about just how special our not even, you know, bond is, which is our, our friendship. You know, it's, it's, it's truly special. It's something I, I talk to people about all the time. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's my best thing in Houston, you know, and, you know, and, and Lily's, you know, my, my, my niece. Like, it's just it's, it's truly remarkable. And what people need to really, again, remember is we've never met each other in real life. Right. You know, how crazy and- is that? And the thing is, it's it's just remarkable. And it's really one of the things that drew me to social media is that just the boundless ability to make friends in every part of the world. Um, it's just, it's really, really special. And so again, Chris, I cannot wait to meet you in April. It's going to be legendary right. unless the coronavirus disrupts <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, let's, let's keep our fingers and toes crossed. So <laughs> one day we're going to look back at this episode as the first episode of my podcast and laugh that we were in the middle of an epidemic at Cra- the time. Crazy. crazy. <laughs> so Chris, with the health and fitness space, for someone just getting started out, what is some advice that you have for establishing themselves on social media? Well, specifically for that space, uh, first of all, just be genuine. You know, if you're, if you're getting into it, simply because you want to make money then then don't do it you know it's a it's a ton of things to do in, in this world just to just to make money you know just to just to cash out and exit you know but um but for the health and fitness you should you should truly be in it because you want to just that you know help people with their health and fitness um and you know we're in a world now where the consumer is smarter than they've ever been you know so so if you're getting on simply because you want to make money like like people like people BS radar is as high is 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 higher than ever. So so people can sniff out when, you know, you're not authentic, you're not true and when you just wanna, you know, make money on them. So so uh so so get into it because you, you really wanna do it. And um and 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 it's and there's so many sub genres to health and fitness, but just that's just the main thing. Uh, or the first thing, get into it because you really want to do it. And, and also, like, live some life, you know, have a story, you know, like some, like I see, I see like teenagers and college kids, you know, starting, you know, they start an Instagram page and they got all of this, you know, branding and they paid all this money for a logo and they got, you know, all of this content, which is, which is great. I mean, like you want to take it serious, but like you, you haven't lived enough life yet. Like, 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 who have you trained? Who have, who have you coached? Like, like, what results have you gotten people? So, like, like, it's, it's, it's nothing wrong working under somebody, you know, learning from them and learning the tricks of the trade and then, and, and building a clientele and then veering off to, you know, have your own personal brand or, you know, have your own platform, you know, like, like starting out with this with this mindset that that you're the best and you're like the fitness health guru and you know everything like it's 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 people with phds that that will admit that they don't know it all so 
So so who are you to say you just got started yesterday and now you're this guru? So um so so that's another thing. Just you know, get out there, get some life experience. You know, and, instead of being a guru, just just start an uh an an accountability group. You know, like just hey, like I'm just getting started. I wanna I wanna hit this goal. Who wanna who wanna go with me? Who wanna meet up and and do so and so with me? Like so now you're not like the person. You're just an, a person within this community, and and you can still get paid doing something like that. Like there's still profit. So so uh, so that's the main two things. I mean, I can I can go on, but. Uh, just just be authentic, you know, get in it for the right reasons and and also uh, start where you are. But if you don't want to start there, get some experience, learn from somebody before you start having like your own personal brand and whatnot. So, Chris, the part that you said about having your story, because the thing is, that's what people remember. Mm -hmm. People truly remember you by the things that you've gone through. So you are the author of The 180 Effect. Mm -hmm. Talk to uh, my followers a little bit about, you know, what, what you went through, your story, a synopsis, if you will, of kind of what you have experienced. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so The 180 Effect is uh, a book I wrote, and it's essentially a concept uh, that just came to me and I created uh, while going from homeless to business owner. Um, so, so I'm 29 now, but when I was 22, uh, I started out that year, January 1st, homeless, uh, just, uh, not, not too tragic, but, you know, sleeping out of my car, couch hopping, you know, really lost in life, not knowing, uh, what to do, but I really made the decision to, to be in that situation because if I knew if my life was going to change, then I needed to change, you know, I, I needed to make a drastic change in life, uh, to myself if I wanted one. And I really emancipated myself and, you know, had no more safety nets, had no more, you know, took the thumb from, from off of me, from my parents, my grandparents. And, and at that point, everything was on me. So if I didn't succeed from there, it was, oh crap, I, um, it's, 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 it's only on me. So like, I have nobody to blame anymore and taking that responsibility uh, and that ownership really helped me uh, catapult from there. And, and, and yeah, this was 2013, you know, really before social media popped off, uh, you know, really, really in that age where it was like, I, I remember starting, you know, just, uh, one of my businesses just from print, you know, advertising. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I remember, uh, April, 2013, I started as a sales rep, uh, after two weeks, I became, uh, you know, an assistant manager after two months, I became a sales manager. And then, uh, after nine months, I became a district manager. Uh, and, and yeah, all, all because I just took ownership and, and as a district manager, uh, I, I started a sales, uh, team and, uh, in the headquarters that was six and a half hours away from where I grew up. So I, I moved and started something from scratch and, uh, and just long story short, uh, and in 18 months, uh, I built a, a sales force that did, uh, right over a hundred K, like 104 K, uh, and 18 months. So I had 150 reps on my sales force. And this is in a place in Alabama where, like, the media income is like, you know, thirty k a year, you know. And, and I got I got co college and high school kids, you know, making more than their parents on weeks. So 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 that gave me some real skills, some tangible skills. And I learned uh, like a, I had like an MBA in business, you know, learning in the real world, learning what works. And and from there, you know, I um. 
I really took everything and started Health to Swell Nation. So, so the 180 effect really talks about, you know, going from homeless, you know, all of the, all of the lessons I learned, you know, all of the adversity I went through, which is a lot, but you know, it's uh, it's really, it really comes from a place of of teaching and how it served me, and uh, and the one eighty effect is grow, groom, and great. So it talks about how I grew, you know, from being homeless, how I groom my skills, like doing training seminars every single day, like or, or every single week, interviews every single day, and then how I finally got to a place of greatness, you know, breaking records, you know, having champion sales reps. And then and then that's the process. And then the cycle started over again when I decided to go all in with Health to Swealth Nation. Then I had to grow again. Then I had to groom again. Now now I'm reaching a level of greatness with that. So uh, so yeah, so the one eighty effect can be applied to uh whatever you're doing. Just you know, you truly gotta be a growth addict and, and truly have to make a decision to immerse yourself in what you have going on to truly grow and groom and then you reach a level of greatness. So when you say growth addict, I love it. I know you basically coined that phrase. And um, it, it really is true. You're, when you especially started your new company, when you left that safety net of your job, after really having made it, I mean, that must have been pretty scary, don't you think? Where you, you're going from all the security that you finally built up after traumatic homelessness, and now you're walking away to build something. I mean, that is... Talk to me about how you were feeling in those early days. Yeah, um, scary is, is definitely um, a, a word that crossed my mind. But but truly, it was it was it was a feeling of, of freedom, you know. Because like I said, I'm a growth addict. So so I so I, so yeah, I started out in a in a place where, you know, start out homeless. You know, come from a from a generation of poverty. You know, being in Alabama where. You know, like no matter what you say, like there is such thing as uh, geography lottery. So, so, so coming from where I come from, like yeah, I'm finally in a place where I'm a district manager. You know, you know, making money. You know, I, I'm having success, but, but there just comes a point, and like I said, I'm a growth addict. So, like man, like I'm, I'm doing great here, but is this where I really belong? Is this where I'm gonna reach my full potential? You know, I'm here in North Alabama building something, but I got people in Mobile. I got family members in, you know, South Alabama that are passing away from, you know, health preventative illnesses, you know, like, like, is this, is this truly what I'm meant to do? And so, so yeah, so that, that, that jump from, you know, being a district manager, shut my district headquarters down, moving back to uh, Mobile, Alabama, uh, going all in with Health to Swarth Nation. Uh, yeah, certain parts are scary because, I mean, it's, it's the unknown, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's the unfamiliar, you just don't know, but, on the other side of that scariness, it's uh, it's it's freedom. It's it's a uh, it's excitement. It's a uh, it's a fulfillment knowing that you that you're leaving what you did know, going into the unknown to you know grow and become better. And um, yeah, it's it's one of the best decisions I ever made. And 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 I'm always doing that. I'm always stepping into the unknown and unfamiliar. You know, you talk about the Gulf Coast BizCon. Uh, you know, last year I spoke at the conference. Now I'm helping coordinate it. Like I. Like yeah, I'm I'm all I'm always like just stepping, you know, taking a step ahead and um and 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 doing something that may seem scary, but to me, being a growth addict and going with the 180 effect, it's just it's just a next step in the process. It's just a next step uh, in the cycle. So um so so yeah, it was it was a great decision. I uh I always look back on that, you know, uh, going all in with Health to Swarth Nation and um and yeah, here we are. 
Well, I know for a fact that I have loved watching your journey, watching your vision unfold piece by piece. Now, one part of your story that I feel a parallel to, and, and it's just something that kind of is similar, not the, quite the same thing, mm-hmm. is just on social media where you could be famous. Let's say I have built a, a million followers on Facebook and over 100,000 on Instagram. So Facebook and Instagram really became comfort zones for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to step out of that comfort zone and start branching into other places such as TikTok, where I'm brand new to. And, you know, it's, it's kind of scary starting from zero. Right. A lot of the same principles apply across social media, not just to the same platform, but across social media, they do apply. But really starting new on, on new platforms is kind of like doing a startup. You're starting mm-hmm. from zero. You're starting. You have to build that momentum up. You've got your skills. You may have a little bit audience that you can carry over. Mm-hmm. Um, from other platforms, but really a lot, oftentimes it really does feel like you're starting from scratch. So Chris, what are some of your final tips to uh, give to anyone, again, that is trying to build a health and fitness um, accounts or brand and or just any generic brand, uh, any a brand in any niche? What are some of your top social media tips? Uh, well, some of my tips uh, specifically are, are tactics, if you will. Uh, just just think of, cause, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it. When you're new to something, it's a startup. So, so, so think of, a lot of times we think of online and then uh, IRL in real life. So, so a lot of times we think of if, like, or, like, which one to choose. But start to think of two. So use online to send traffic into the real life, like in, in real life and, and or offline if you want to use that term. And then use things that you're doing offline to send traffic online and to your social media. So instead of saying, okay, I'm gonna build a business offline or I'm gonna build a business online, instead of thinking of if or or, think to. So so like in the health and fitness um space, you may you may use your social media accounts to you know, DM people or, or hit up people to attend a boot camp that you have. So you're using the online to drive traffic to your in real life event. You know, uh, you may you you may meet with people um in you may you may go to a networking event or or you may or you may go to a conference to to meet people and tell them about this online challenge that you have. So you're meeting people in, in real life uh to tell them about this online a challenge that you have, like I said, so, so, so you're using both worlds and and driving traffic to each each of them instead of thinking uh, either or. So, so that's that's one main tip um, to use. And one thing I really did starting up because when you're starting off, especially if you don't come from you know privileged places, you don't have a lot of money to pour into ads or you know marketing or something like that. So you really got to get creative. And uh, and another thing I really use is uh, is emails. You know, use you know email marketing or or just emails. Period. You know, um, you know when you're at a store and you're shopping and they want to sign you up for a credit card, they don't ask your your Twitter handle. They don't ask for your IG handle. They ask what's your email. So so that alone tells you like how valuable that is. So so just start collecting emails, whether it's from an old you know high school directory or college directory. Just you know get those emails start. Start uh start hitting people up that way. Like even though people don't like them, people are checking it, and like it's it's, it's truly something 
um, that that can change a business. You know, you can have one thousand uh, contacts, and like for instance, like one 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 of my email lists is a thousand contacts. So an average order uh, with my nutrition program is two hundred. Some people do one hundred, some people do three hundred, but so the average order is two hundred. So ten percent, or just one percent of that email list is ten people. So ten people doing a program—that's two thousand dollars I just made in a month from an email list of a thousand, but one percent converted. So, so like you—you you don't need to be this massive, you know, figure and have the, this massive list. You know, just just be effective with it and uh, start where you can. So uh, that's a, that's like a major tip I, I'll leave you with. Okay, both of those just blew me away because <laughs> oftentimes people do say, oh, I'm building something online. Oh, it's offline. And they really should work hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And as for email marketing, you can hate it all you want, but damn, is it effective. And that's why you see most internet marketers are still focusing on building that list. So Chris, you've left us with a lot of good stories, a lot of good tips, and a lot of good advice today. But I know people are going to want to find you, um, maybe reach out to you to learn more. Where can they find you? Yeah, um, the main the main place you can find me is just uh, just just googling my name. So so Christopher Ray Coleman on IG, Christopher Ray Coleman, LinkedIn, YouTube. So, um, no, I, I do have a podcast myself. So wake the health up with Chris. If you, if you don't, don't want to do business with me, but just want to learn from me, you can, you can definitely go there. And, um, and right now, uh, if you do want to do business or, or, or just follow what we're doing, you know, we just launched an apparel line with, with health as wealth nation, uh, HIWN apparel. So, um, so I'm going to be really focusing on that, uh, as we go forward. So just keep an eye out for that. But, um, but yeah. Just Chris Roy Coleman. You'll, you'll find me on, on our platforms uh, using that. Well, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Sonia. I love you. I appreciate this. And uh, I can't wait to grow together. I can't wait to see how big this 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 podcast grows with you. I'm, I'm so happy you're getting started. And this is this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Thank you again. And I will talk to you offline. <laughs> All right. Okay.